0: This is the Holland Assets podcast where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Holland Assets Podcast. I know which podcast I'm doing, Chris. (laughs) This is episode number 110. I am Craig, your host over there laughing already. He's Chris. I really like how intense you always
1: hit that introduction. You get your body into it like it's
0: <laughs> Which uh, Which people would know if they are subscribed on YouTube yeah, and, and watch the videos there.
1: If, if you only listen to it, you got to go watch Craig at least <laughs> one time do the intro.
0: Actually, what you got to watch is uh, Chris and I are both repping today. Uh, so just before we started, I put on my brand new Motor Carrier HQ hat uh that was a gift from chris last week so thank you very much for that you're welcome uh, you've got your t-shirt on and my t-shirt yep. so we're both we're both repping really well so anyway yeah please go to motorcarrierhq.com which is uh the it's the entity that sponsors this whole shebang including Holland Assets, and you can check out hollandassetsllc.com uh, for full show notes etc so let's see I, I you know what i think that's pretty good you on the it. uh I think that's pretty good on the housekeeping. So, Chris, today we are talking about the July 2022 financials right under the wire. And I mean right under the wire. Too cuz this is going to release on August 31st. So, Yeah. Yeah, this this was a close I, one.
1: usually not this late, but it the last month or two, I mean I, you hear me say this a lot. Have been kind of crazy. Well, <laughs> it was really it, it, really crazy. Not not so much on the ball as I'd like to be and um kind of had to dip into some archives of uh episodes and
0: you know what those were pretty cool though i hope people were. enjoyed them we had the listener questions the listener stories uh over the last couple of months uh, all in celebration of episode 100 that was you know a few months ago uh, so i hope people enjoyed those there was a lot of really good stuff i thought uh, in those cuz you know i had to go back and edit them so i listened to all the conversations two or three times and uh yeah there's there's it's really good, good stuff in yeah. there for yeah. we, everybody we've got
1: a great listener group and I'm active in in listening to the podcast and contributing, and that's uh, that's great.
0: Yep. All right. So, Chris, uh, before we get into the numbers, of course, I want to give you a chance to give everybody an update. What's going on uh, with the company? What's going on with you? Anything you want to update us on before we get to numbers?
1: There's really been a lot going on the last couple of months, and and we're going to talk a little bit about that in this episode. We're going to talk some more about it in the next episode, and then even some more in episodes to come. But, you know, we're covering July today and July um, has, was a very interesting month. It was the first month that we had both trucks six and seven on the road. Um, we're working on truck eight. We've actually, truck eight is in Salt Lake, but we've had some challenges with it. Um, not really with the truck, but with the money that's paying for the truck, with the financing. Interesting. And, uh,
0: Chris, I thought those bankers were your friends.
1: Um, sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) sometimes they're friends. Sometimes they're kind of enemies, but, uh, (laughs) we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next episode. We're going to talk about some of the challenges we've been facing, Mm. what we've been doing to kind of try to overcome them. But along with that, we're also, there's some really exciting things happening with Holland Assets, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that today too, and uh, I'm excited.
0: Okay, well, um, if that's the tease, then we probably ought to get to the numbers then. We should and get to the numbers. Get the numbers out of the way yeah. so the that the I The exciting
1: thing's well. not the numbers, it's something <laughs> other than the numbers.
0: You know, uh, I have peeked ahead this month, Chris and uh, I know what you mean, but let, <laughs> I'll let you deliver the yeah, news. I kind of had to like pick you up off the floor, right? When you <laughs>
1: read, you read through it, and you're like, "What's going on here?"
0: Yeah, well, it, it's uh, I, you know, I'm just worried that you're going to cut my pay. It, it's, uh, no, let's uh, let's get into the numbers uh, now. Total miles run um, is always the first one that we talk about, and. You said that um, we, we've got more trucks on the road, so did that translate to more miles?
1: It did. So it's kind of interesting because in this um, in this episode, we've got some records, um, some good records. And the first one is the total miles ran. We did seventy seven thousand two hundred and thirty eight miles. That's a lot of miles. So that's a yeah. That's a lot of miles.
0: That's a, and that's with seven trucks running. Seven trucks. So averaging eleven thousand per truck. Yep. That sounds pretty good. I like yeah. it. Uh, okay, so Deadhead Miles is the next one.
1: We had 4,419, which is 5.7%, which is is actually pretty good. It, it's actually a little bit lower than it had been. And uh, as long as we can kind of stay right in that range, it's a it's a good thing for us. Yeah.
0: Now, with a number, if you don't mind me pausing on Deadhead Miles, which doesn't sound like it's going to be very exciting, but I do have a question here. With a lot of numbers, uh, there's a cumulative effect that makes... Uh, the eventual hole greater than the sum of its parts. Or, you know, when you had one truck, you had X number. But when you have five trucks, it's not necessarily 5X. Sometimes it's 5.5X or 7X. Or, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or 3X. Um, is With Deadhead Miles and Miles Run, uh, is that pretty linear? You know, if we're it running is, seven trucks, it should be 7X what yeah. we what we had. If
1: It should be pretty linear, meaning that it should stay around that 5%. It should be a percentage of your total miles run. And mm-hmm. so the number itself will get bigger, but it'll stay at kind of that same pace if you're doing things right. Um, sometimes people struggle though when they're getting bigger and and they get more desperate for loads. They, they don't have a, you know, they've kind of outgrown their ability to get good, decent loads. And so what that means is they have to go further and further out of their kind of central core mm-hmm. area Which is going to increase the deadhead miles, which in in a non linear, more of a um, exponential curve, right? And and you don't want to do that. So if you see that happening as you're growing, that's an indication that something's going wrong.
0: Okay, all right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Are there areas of the country geographically that are friendlier to that sort of thing? Uh, You know, we're in Salt Lake. Does that work out okay for you guys, Uh, or you know, would it be better if you were in Ohio? or, you know, somewhere in the South with uh, some manufacturing hubs or something. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. And I don't know that I could tell you exactly where those good areas are, but yeah, absolutely. There's differences. And you take Salt Lake, for example, um, depending on what you're hauling, like when we are relying more on potatoes and having to go up into Southern Idaho, I mean, that's a that's a lot a of good deadhead. 150, 100 to 150 miles deadhead right there. And so that that's going to add into it. But a lot of the times, and typically when we were going up there, it's because the loads were paying pretty well. And um, so even though we were going further deadhead, that those deadhead miles were kind of priced into the overall rate we were getting. And so in reality, it wasn't causing us issues you, you just don't want to get a lot of deadhead miles without being compensated for it you, right. you don't want to go an extra 150 150- Miles to pick up a load that's going to pay you the same as what a, a load twenty miles away is going to pay you.
0: Right, does that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, to get us uh, you know beached on <laughs> deadhead miles for so long, but uh, I was just curious. It's, about it's that. something
1: you definitely want to manage, so it's it's good to talk about.
0: Okay. All right. So the next number is going to be total revenue. How do how do we look there?
1: Another another record: one hundred eighty-two thousand seven hundred fifty-two dollars and seven cents.
0: That's uh, okay. So. Chris, you just said 182,000. So if we annualize that, Holland Assets is now a million dollar company um, revenue wise, right? Th-
1: that, that'd be over
0: 2 million. What it? Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Over, little t- over 12 because yeah. I'm, yeah, because I need to times about 12.
1: little over 2 million. That's yeah, impressive. That's crazy.
0: I like that. Yeah. From humble beginnings, Chris.
1: <laughs> From the, I'm trying to remember our first year, we were, I think right around 200 something. Right. Like, like low 200. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I think uh, we're us, almost
1: doing in one month what we did in the whole year, the first year.
0: It's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. People can go back. I want to say it was, I don't know, somewhere between episode 40 and episode 60 when you did uh, you the, year know, in review. The, the year in yeah. review, here's how much we made and here's how we did it. So yeah, people can go check that out. Uh, okay. So 182,000 uh, and change. Uh, you like to count the change. I like to just yes. say the change. <laughs> um, but what does that do for the all in rate per mile?
1: Was two dollars and thirty six cents a mile. Two thirty six. Which is better than it was last month. Um but, but
0: that's a far cry from what we were seeing six, eight months ago, right? When it was three three plus. Yeah, we had right? we had
1: a few months where we were over the the three dollar a mile mark. And and so yeah, two thirty six, honestly, it's not great. It's Um, you get down into that range and it's, as you're going to see from this month and and previous months, it's the, where it's getting harder and harder to make money. And, and you're kind of, you know, I've talked a little bit about in the past, you know, we've, we've, we've dipped into that religious, uh, example of uh, Joseph (laughs) in in, in Egypt, you know, the, the seven years of famine and seven years of plenty. And it's kind of that (laughs) same thing We're honestly, right now we're in one of those periods where it's kind of a survival mode. And we've practiced what we've preached where we've saved some money, we've set some money in aside and have some coffers to dip into and uh, you kind of have to do that to be able to stay healthy. And, and so right now survival mode is really the name of the game and then as you know time goes on, we're gonna be in a good position to capitalize on on a good market.
0: Well Chris, I, th- I feel like we buried the lead here because you're talking about uh, you know tightening the belt, but why? What was the, uh, the net gain or loss this month?
1: So this month we, um, had well, a loss. July, really? Yeah. July we had a loss. So $17,562 and 75 cents.
0: Is that another record? Chris?
1: I, I, you know what? That's Congratulations. I wish
0: I would have looked that up. <laughs> I don't, I,
1: I assume it is. I don't remember having a month that, you know, that yeah. big of a loss, um, but I couldn't say that with a hundred percent certainty. Maybe ninety-five percent. Okay, but certainty. okay, that's so that's our, our, that's a record there.
0: Seventeen-five. That was the loss uh, in July. Which, yeah, that that number made me not quite fall out of my chair, but I definitely my eyebrows raised at that. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions I have on this, if you can give me some clarification, is, uh, you know, you've mentioned in the past when there are when we've had lean months in the recent past, the last few months. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, we realized a net profit of two thousand, three thousand, whatever it was. And you'd say, well, hang on, because that actually gets eaten up by this, that and the other, you know, some of these other fixed costs and and whatnot. And so the net profit when it's small like that, well, for, you know, five to seven truck fleet, when it's small like that, it can be a little bit deceiving. What about this number? Is it actually worse than seventeen five? So,
1: if you look at it from a cash outlay, yeah, it would be because we probably, if, if it, again, that principal payment of our the principal portion of our our truck payment right. is going to offset that and or, or compound it, it, add to that. So, right, yeah, we, we're probably more north of the twenty five thousand dollar out the door cash wise. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that compounds out a little bit, okay. but uh, again, you, you kind of look at it. If you look at, it, it's kind of interesting when I saw that negative number and I saw that big negative number, I'm like, let, let, let's do a little bit of research here. Um and, and you think back throughout the past year. I mean, we had some really strong months end of last year, beginning of this year with where, with three and four trucks, we, I think we had one month where we made 60, somewhere right. between 50 and 60,000 net income. And, and that's where we sock that money aside and, and have that sitting in a bank account to be able to help in these types of situations. I also realized, guess when the last time we had a loss was?
0: Oh, uh, Wait, the last time we had a loss, mm-hmm. uh, as in, you know, not talking about uh, principal payments included and all that. I don't yeah, know. Just a, like a full on loss. Was it in the, 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 the first PMO. year?
1: It was July of last year. Was it really? (laughs) It was, that kind of (laughs) surprised me. Um, but when I, it it surprised me when I first looked at it, but when you really think about it, July typically is one of those, you know, you're kind of at the, the peak of, um, summer, summer, you know, there's the the
0: economy slowing down, right? People taking vacations and
1: there's a lot of, a lot more vacation time. So your truck's typically, um, not running as many miles per truck. Um, it's, it's summer and and the heat is not easy on equipment. Mm. It's hard on tires. And we had a ton of tire expenses in July. We'll talk about that. Um, and and so there's, there's like a, well, and
0: it's, it's not just, uh, it's not just your trucks out on the road and your drivers taking vacation. I mean, the entire economy is slowing down because of of such a high percentage of people, uh, you know, taking their vacations in the summer. And other industries and their equipment having a hard time in the heat and you know whatever it is and so when we look at that uh, rate per mile, why does that drop so far? I'm sure that has something to do with
1: that. Uh, absolutely, I think all that does. I think there's a lot of contributing factors, and we're gonna we're actually gonna probably dive into this P and little bit more than we typically do and kind of go through some of those numbers and some of those things because obviously a seventeen thousand dollar loss, you're not in business to lose money. It's not something that's that's sustainable. Can we sustain this for? I mean, we could sustain it for quite a while. I don't think we're going to have to. I, I think things are going to turn around pretty quickly, and and we're going to talk a little bit about why I think that. Um, but uh, it's it's really, I it's not a dire situation. I yeah. don't feel like I'm in panic mode or anything like that. I, I think we've we've been smart with our money. There's a lot of good things going on, and a lot of things coming up. And I think we're gonna be able to, you know, this this is gonna be, you may have a, a couple of months where we, we have losses, but I think in in the long run, we're gonna be just fine.
0: Okay, well, that's good to hear. So you wanted to get into some of the details of this. Um, why don't we start, well, I, why don't you start where you want to? What were some of the expenses that came up uh, that made this such a tough month? It's a good, so let's go
1: kind of through, like if somebody's on the, in the show notes on hollandassetsllc.com, and you nice can pull plug. up the, there you go. You know, I've, I've been practicing. I've been watching
0: you. Such a pro.
1: <laughs> when you, if you go and pull up the profit and loss statement, I'm going to kind of go through these in, I'm not going to go through every line item, but I'm going to go through them kind of in order on the profit and loss statement. So the first thing is we we, we had two trucks come online. Um, well, we, we not necessarily come online, but we ended up paying for two um, sign packages for a truck, two trucks, and two trailers. Yeah, and so that was about two thousand dollars total.
0: Can we pause on that one? Yeah, and let me ask you for for those listening. You know, maybe they're trying to grow a fleet. Maybe they're just still thinking about going out on their own. How vital is that if if you're spending a grand per truck on signage? Uh, Is that important for your company, or is that uh, you know? Hey, we we'd like to look nice, and it's nice to look nice. Does that make sense?
1: I yeah. So here's my opinion. I I think when you're first getting started, and when when you're trying to be extra careful with expenses, is it vital? No. Um, Is it important to do at some point? I think so. So you you can you can get signage on a truck and a trailer for a lot less than a thousand bucks. I think you can probably do it for closer to 300 if you're really trying to minimize things, a simple graphic, or, I mean, you can do something as simple. Legally, you can go take a, cardboard box write your company name <laughs> dot number everything on it and duct tape it to the side of the truck that's pretty cheap don't don't do that but i wouldn't <laughs> recommend doing that but you can do something from that's one extreme to a thousand you know there's you can do more than a thousand bucks a truck and a trailer um but that's kind of where we're at so we're i would say we're a little bit more on the higher end of that and and i think there's some reasoning for it um when you are trying to develop a relationship with with a shipper and a receiver and you show up with that cardboard box taped onto the side mm-hmm. of your truck, you don't look professional. It's, you don't look legit. It's not a great face for your company.
0: Wear a tie to your job interview. That exactly. Kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah. And so I think when you show up with a, a truck and a trailer where you know there's a consistency within the company, there's a recognized brand, everything looks the same, you become recognizable, people remember you. Um there's a lot of importance to that. And so I think the $1000 that we spend to make our trucks consistent and looking decent is well worth the the return that we get on it through the image that we
0: right. portray. Yeah, so it's okay. So it's an intangible return over time, maybe a little tougher to track, but uh Absolutely. but still valuable. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh next next line item that you want to talk about.
1: So r- remind me. I think we talked a little bit about this in one of the past episodes, but um, we had a driver who got in a few small accidents right yes you um, did mention that the kind not the kind of accidents like on the side of the road but like backing into things mm-hmm. um you know taking a corner too sharp and hitting something um so he has actually caused probably in the neighborhood of I don't know exactly yet because I haven't added everything up and haven't looked at it, but I would bet twenty to twenty five thousand dollars in damages Whoa, that, across that these your, several that, small that accidents. That assets is
0: liable for. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and, and that's not just damage to the trucks, but damage to other other property. property.
1: Yeah, okay. a little bit of both. And so, um, seventy five hundred dollars of what's on the P and L is from that.
0: Just that one driver. Just that one. Wow. That
1: one driver and one of the incidents well a partial payment of one of the incidents
0: <laughs> wow okay yeah. all right that is yeah that's significant so you said 7.5
1: yeah seven seven thousand five hundred okay
0: yeah that's a that's a lot of money
1: so more more to come you will probably in the next couple of L see more of that wow coming down the pipe
0: okay so yeah uh that's a that's a big one what yeah. what's next you want to talk about fuel
1: um let's actually so fuel would be the next thing but let's let's do let's skip that and go do that last okay um, so, the next, let's talk about workers' compensation.
0: Oh, ooh, okay. So, <laughs> that sounds like a, a whole episode oh, that we yeah, need to get into, could, Chris. And
1: we may um, bring this <laughs> up a little bit, but I'm not perfect. You know, we don't always do things 100% perfect. You're going to make mistakes in mm-hmm. business. And here's a mistake that we made workers' compensation is typically paid based on your overall payroll. Right, and so we've been growing pretty fast, you know. And and a few things have slipped through the cracks. One of them is workers' compensation. We hadn't always added, like, when whenever you add a driver, you need to call the workers' compensation fund and say, "We've got, got a new driver. We've got a new driver. It's going to add this." I'm just throwing this number out there. This isn't the real number. Fifty thousand dollars of payroll, and they say, "Okay, that's going to adjust your premium by that much." Well, we didn't always go back and do that. Workers comp, the way that it works is uh, typically every year at kind of at your premium renewal or your policy renewal time, they come in and they audit and you have to send them all your payroll reports for the last year. And they say, okay, you either overpaid or you underpaid workers' compensation.
0: And And you underpaid. We underpaid workers' compensation. That makes a lot of sense.
1: Um, By the tune of about $9,000. So we ended up having to pay $9,000. I think it was almost $8,900 in July to get us caught up
0: with our work comp premium. So, and I assume that will be something that you'll be paying a little closer attention to now. We
1: we will. We're going to do a little better <laughs> job there. Learn, yeah. learn from your mistakes, right? You're right. Get better.
0: But I mean, you you said 7,500 from damages. 7,500 from damages. damages. And now uh, call it nine grand for this, for workers comp. I mean, that's a huge chunk. Yeah. We're already... At the seventeen grand,
1: almost we're just about right. Well, if you include the mark, the the trailer signage and the truck signage, yeah. absolutely we're already over that seventeen thousand right. dollars.
0: So yeah, it, it's just uh, kind of illustrating something that you've said before. You know, stuff happens, and yep. you don't know when something's going to come up. It's not all about uh, you know the freight market or you know what you're getting as far as rates and all that stuff. It's sometimes stuff just happens, right? Yep. So okay, uh, where where were we? So let's go now to maintenance.
1: Let's talk a little bit about maintenance. So okay. we had several PMs, um, preventive maintenance services, mm-hmm. you know, oil changes essentially come due in in July. But the big one, and I already alluded to this, was tires. We had about $7,000 worth of tires in July. Whoa. Um, just, you know, tires are going to be... You, whenever there's heat, you know, tires wear faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, July is probably the time of the year across the country when the pavement's the hottest, everything's the hottest and, uh, you know, it just caused, you know, a lot of tire repairs. So $7,000 worth of tires in July.
0: Amazing. Just yeah, tires, just, just tires. tires. Do we, uh, all right. Should we get fuel now?
1: So, um, let's see. Yeah. Let's get to fuel. So okay. So go back to fuel. So if you add all that stuff together, I mean, we're well over <laughs> that's, our that's $17,000 loss. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of anomalies, but with that being said, I mean, that, that kind of stuff's going to happen every once in a while. And so um, I, I don't think August is going to be as bad as July was, but we'll see when the August numbers come out. So let's go to fuel. So um, $70,000 in fuel in July. 10K per truck. 10K per truck. Um, and you know, we, we've been talking with fuel about the percentage of Mm -hmm. revenue and it was 38% of our total revenue, which do you remember what the number was? It it was
0: up over 40, wasn't it? Last month
1: it was 42%, which was the highest. So we've gone down a little bit, which is good. Yeah. Um, but do you remember what it was, um, three or four months ago when we were doing uh, really well.
0: Yeah, I'm way too old to remember that kind of stuff. <laughs> it was
1: 20, but we were closer to like 25%. That's oh, really? typically we were hovering around. Whoa! So when, when you're talking, I mean, revenue is almost 200,000 bucks. And that's a 13% difference this month than where it was typically. And so, I mean, that's almost $26,000 difference in fuel right there. Right. And so that's, that's, that's an issue. And so we're actually doing some things. We're, we're taking fuel a lot more seriously. And we, we've talked a little bit about this in the past, but there's a couple things that have um, really kind of come to light because of this. Mm-hmm. One of them we're going to talk about in the next episode. Um, we're getting to the size of a fleet where we can kind of start to go out to some of the major fuel providers and try to negotiate better fuel pricing So we we've kind of started that process. But the other thing is we we looked at our idling because we've put APUs on all of our trucks so that, you know, drivers don't have to idle. They can Mm -hmm. stay comfortable. We do have one APU in truck number one, um, that, uh, poor Shelly has to, it's not running as well as it should. (laughs) It's, it's kind of loud. And so, She hasn't been using the APU as much as we would ideally like, but it's for a very understandable reason. So I'm not worried about that one, but there was a, another driver that, so let's talk a little bit about our best case scenario and our worst case scenario. So we had two drivers that tied for the lowest idling hours of a truck over a 30 day period. Guess how many hours they'd idle over 30 days?
0: Oh, over 30 days. I couldn't Mm -hmm. begin to guess.
1: 15. 15 hours. That was the lowest. Okay. Guess what our highest was?
0: Uh forty. Uh, two hundred and ninety four <laughs> that that's gallons <laughs> usage. So fifteen oh, okay, gallons okay. over
1: over the course of a a month versus yeah. two hundred and ninety four gallons that's, over the course of a month. That
0: is a large difference, it's Chris. That's
1: a huge difference. And and when you're talking <laughs> five um, five dollars a gallon, right. I mean that's like a fifteen hundred dollar difference almost. You know, right. Fourteen hundred bucks. So that's a big. So we've we've started to kind of keep our eyes on that a little bit more. Yeah. And I, I you know, talking to the driver, the driver's awesome. He's a good driver, and uh, we've in the in a couple of weeks since we've talked to him about it, he's made some drastic changes.
0: That's good. Yeah. Somebody who's able to take feedback—that's perfect. Yeah, that's that's awesome. what you want. It
1: is. So hopefully, we'll see a little bit of that translate into our fuel numbers. Then also, you know, being able to go out and get a little bit better fuel pricing—that that's probably not—we're not, not going to see that in August. Maybe we'll start to see a little bit of in September, but it's probably more likely not going to be till October right. before we really see right. a significant difference
0: there. Right. You know, there's probably an episode in here, Chris, somewhere uh, about there giving, giving feedback to drivers. Uh, to Drivers, and, absolutely. Uh, you know how to how to manage not just your trucks, but the drivers in your fleet and all yep. that. So. Anyway, yep. somewhere down the line, uh, okay. So, anything else from the PL that you want to make sure that we hit?
1: No, but there's. I, I do want to talk about the uh, the one the big news that I'm excited about. Oh, oh, that's right. Should We do that now. Because we've, we've, we've to, had from a whole P&L?
0: yeah, we've had a whole lot of look at how much money we lost. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's end on a happy note.
1: Let's end on a happy note. So this is this is something that we're super excited about. So Nate um, a, a little while ago walked into a local shipper that's very close to his home and, um, started a relationship with, with these guys. And they do a handful of loads a day, goes out of their facility in their slow time and lots more go out of their facility, um, in the, uh, in their peak peak. and, and they are, uh, they're looking for, you know, small companies that care, small carriers that actually care Um, so they don't have to use brokers as much. They'd rather go directly to a carrier. And so anyway, to make a long story short, we started that process a little over a month ago. Um, We hauled our first load for them, um, finished it up on the 1st of August. So at this point, when we're recording this, it's almost been a full month. We've got over 10 loads that we've done with them now. Um, They're good paying loads, and we're going to see some, I think, good changes in our overall numbers. And I think especially that that rate per mile number. So it, it's super exciting. I think this can be, it's one of those things can really be a big game changer for us, a good positive for us, a positive for them, a good win-win situation. And uh, we're gonna be talking probably a lot about that more over the next several months, especially once we've got several months behind us and kind of can talk about you know what's gone well, what hasn't, what we've learned and and hopefully help guys be able to do that same kind of thing. Cause that's really right. those direct relationships with shippers where you, you cut that brokerage out is um, that that's where you can be very successful in trucking when you've got a good consistent
0: set of those. Right. Now you did forget one thing about this story before you started telling it, you should have told all the brokers listening to, you know, cover their ears, <laughs> turn off the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, this does sound good. Cause it, this is something I've been wondering about for uh, we can say years now, Chris, uh, you, you've been talking about uh, cultivating relationships, direct relationships with sellers. And my question was always, how? How do you do that? How do you do uh, that? When do you approach them? How do you approach them? Uh, so I think, yeah, this would be really cool to talk about what are their pain points? How can you as a small company, either, you know, maybe you're a just an owner operator, maybe you're a fleet, a uh, small fleet, you know, how do you approach them? What do you say? Um, yeah, I think that'd so be really cool.
1: I, I think we could have approached them at, you know, even two or three trucks size wise. But at that point, you know, the spot market was doing really, really well. We were still Mm. making pretty good money. And as we've seen that start to change, we've been like, okay, we've really got it. We've, we've talked about it, but we've really now got to go out and find those relationships. And so that's how this one came about and we're excited about it. They're a, a good group and we seem to be a really good fit for each other. And, um, but time will Prove how how fruitful or not this this relationship is. I'm I'm confident it's going to be a good thing for us.
0: Very nice. All right. Well, anything else that you wanted to go over in this episode uh, before we move on and and uh, talk in a couple of weeks about some other stuff that's going on?
1: No, I, th- I think that's about wraps it up. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, no impact tips? No this impact is, tip this okay. time. No. I want to make sure I didn't forget something vital, Chris. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess the impact tip is be like Joseph of Egypt again. Yeah. Uh, Save money. <laughs> there you go. So uh, thank you, Chris, for coming in. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget, haulandassetslc.com. Find us on Facebook um, and go to where's my, where's my, oh, the sunlight's kind of hitting it. Motorcarrierhq.com. Uh, I know I've said this a few times in the last ten episodes or so, but it's uh, it's a really great website if you're actually looking for the resources for how to do what Chris has done for the last three years. If you want to start your own company, if you want to get out on the road on your own, if you want to grow your fleet, the resources are there, um, whether they're downloads and PDFs or you know if it's uh, links to this and that and the other or a phone call with an actual human being who can answer a ton of questions for you.
1: Talk to one of our business coaches They're you know, whether you're planning on starting a tricking company tomorrow or two years down the road, uh, a conversation with one of them will get you a good roadmap on what you need to do. And there's never any pressure, no obligation. It's free. Um, We, we love the, we love to talk to guys and kind of help you set it up and set it up right. And, And you'll see how we do things and, and you know that when the time is right, we'll be the right people to help you along the way.
0: There you go. Uh, so MotorCarrierHQ.com. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching and listening. And we will see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Fred.